Good morning, everybody. God bless you guys. God bless you. God bless you. Hey, Sage. Sage there. Hello? Can you come move this, please? My friend, it's like going to roast me right here. Can you just turn that the other way, please? Good morning, everybody. Let's try that again. All right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to wait just a second and let um, let others join in, jump on. I know notifications aren't going out, so. <clears throat> Sage, do you want to be my first viewer? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Happy Thursday, everybody. I hope you guys are doing amazing. And you are blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord is good and his mercies endure forever. Amen. Good morning, Candy. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. God bless you guys. It's a little bit chilly this morning up at my house here in Volcano. So I had to throw on a sweater. But I, I get cold easy. So good morning, Angela. Did he just say no? He did. He did say no. <laughs> Candy heard you say no. <laughs> good morning, Elizabeth. God bless you. God bless you. I think I see Chris on here. Um, hope everybody's doing amazing, Candy. Are you ready with your coffee, my sister? Your coffee and your Bibles. Amen. Got to have the essentials here. Hallelujah. Um, so, listen, you guys. This weekend, I'm super excited. Good good morning, uh, Luxolo. Um, it's good morning, good morning. You're on cup two. All right, my sister. You know what's going on. That's my, my, my girl right there with some coffee. Got to have some coffee. Amen. Jesus and coffee. There ain't nothing better than, than the combination of those two. But, of course, Jesus trumps everything. So, um, really quickly, you guys, while others are joining, first of all, thank you to you who are joining the broadcast. Um, it's a little after 7 here in Hawaii. So, I think they're on the mainland, depending on where you're at. You're four hours ahead. It's 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. So, almost noon. So, about 11 or 1 o'clock if you're on the East Coast. Um... But I just wanted to mention a couple things that we have coming up. So this Saturday, we're going to be doing some soul winning. We're going to hit the street and we're going to be doing street evangelism. We're going to be reaching the lost. Amen. There's nothing better than reaching the lost and uh, seeing people touched by Jesus on the street, seeing people's lives transformed and renewed on the street. Hallelujah. And uh, so that is this Saturday at one o'clock i'll be posting a flyer for it and guess what this sunday you guys yours truly <laughs> will be speaking at taupe diamond in ocean view 
and I'll be posting a flyer for that as well. So I'll be preaching at Hope Diamond this Sunday. Uh, service starts 9:45. So if you guys are in the area, listen. Even if you're coming from Hilo, come from Hilo, you guys. I'm expecting the Lord to touch you uh, this Sunday to to de bring deliverance. Amen. To bring healing. Hallelujah. I'm expecting a mighty touch from heaven. So uh, this Sunday, again, Ocean View, that's 945. I will be preaching, amen, the gospel. Hallelujah. What a privilege. And then, of course, last but not least, we have August 26th, 27th, and 28th. Good morning, Auntie Kehau. Love you. I was thinking about you yesterday evening. But um, we will be having the women's conference here in Volcano, Hawaii. Hallelujah. And uh, that is going to be in the Koa room. And we're going to have a phenomenal time. I know that the, that the Lord is going to touch you, ladies. So do what you need to do in order to get there. If you need to take off, take off. That's going to be a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I have no doubt, you guys. I'm in high expectation for this conference because I know what the Lord is going to do. The theme of the conference is getting ready, is preparing for the bridegroom, amen? Preparing to see our King Jesus because we know that he's coming back soon. And he's coming back for a bride without spot or wrinkle. 9, 9 a.m., yes, and then also 9 a.m. for Eugene. Thank you for posting that, James. Um, Eugene will be teaching a class, this is for this Sunday, teaching a class at 9 a.m. in Ocean View. So, ladies, make sure that you make time Make arrangements, babysitters, all that good stuff to get to the Women's Conference August 26th, 27th, and 28th. And you can register truthandfireministries.com under the events tab. Amen. Hallelujah. So um, I'm going to start in prayer after my sip of coffee. <sighs> if you're like me the, in the morning, my... It, takes a little minute for my wheels to get going so sometimes I'm jumbling words sometimes I'm like word soup <laughs> but let's pray let's pray let's just lift up Jesus for a minute amen and I'm going to I'm gonna put put my some of my music up we're gonna pray hallelujah and then we're gonna get into the word so, Father, we just praise you and glorify you, Jesus. We lift you up, Lord. We magnify you. We exalt you, Jesus. You are so good, Lord. You are so kind. You are so merciful. Father, I thank you, Lord, in accordance to your word, Father. Your word says that, that daily, Father, your mercies and compassions are stirred afresh every morning, Father. Every morning, Lord, is a new morning to press into you. Every morning, Father, is a new morning to, to, to just get to know you more, Father. To be your hands and feet. Every day that we wake, Lord, is another opportunity to be your hands and feet, Father. To represent you well, Lord. To be ambassadors for the kingdom, Father. To walk worthy of this precious gospel, Jesus. To press in and love on you, Father. 
to love you with all of our heart, with all of our mind, and all of our strength, Jesus. So, Lord, as we press in this morning, we invite you. We invite you, Holy Spirit, because we're here for you, Lord. We're here to lift you up, King Jesus. We're here to exalt you. We're here to be in your presence and learn more about you, Father. So, Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way this morning. We invite you. I thank you for touching every person on the broadcast this morning, Lord. And we love you in Jesus' mighty, mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So grab your Bibles and grab your uh, coffee, you guys. And I wanted to read from... You know, from Psalms 1, I wanted to start there. And we're just going to go with the flow of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So Psalms 1, starting in verse 1. And I'm going to read from the Passion Translation just because I love, uh, you know, how the, how the Psalms are broken down in the Passion Translation. So starting in verse 1. And if somebody wants to punch that in the comments, please do. What delight comes to the one who follows God's ways? Hallelujah. He won't walk in step with the wicked, nor share the sinner's way, nor be found sitting in the scorner's seat. Good morning, Nate. Verse 2, his passion is to remain true to the word of I am, meditating day and night on the true revelation of the light. Hallelujah. So I want to really quickly go just elaborate on that. Listen, our delight comes from the Lord, from following his ways. Our passion should be in Jesus. And while I'm kind of explaining that, I'm actually going to go to the New King James Version also. Our passion should be in Jesus, you guys. We should always be pressing in. We should always be pursuing him. We should always be meditating on his word and meditating on his word day and night. It's important that we're doing that because the Bible says that man does not live on bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. You know, how are we going to how are we going to know to stand what to, what word to stand on when the enemy tries to come with an onslaught of lies? How are we going to know what to stand on if we don't have the word of God? Amen in our heart already. If we don't know the word, what are we going to stand on? So uh, this particular psalm basically is talking about the righteous, amen, and the ways of the righteous and the end of the ungodly. And, and I'm going to read this from the King James also, okay? So bear with me because I'm going to go back and forth and then I'm going to kind of elaborate on this. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. You're blessed if, good morning, Lorianne, you're blessed if you don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly, hallelujah, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, but our delight, come on, if you're out there, say, but my delight hallelujah, is in the law of the Lord. And his law, we meditate day and night. Amen. We shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water that bring forth fruit in its season, whose leaf shall also not wither and whatever we do shall prosper. Hallelujah. Good morning, Auntie Cynthia. So of course it read a little bit, hallelujah, in the passion translation and it said in verse two my passion is to remain in the word of i am listen our passion should be in the word we need to know the word you guys i it, it, 
I cannot tell you. Listen, I'm going to get on a soapbox a little bit. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm going to I'm going to get on my soapbox. There's nothing that drives me more nuts and that is such a a um a disservice to this precious gospel than listening to other ministers who are preaching garbage who are preaching stuff that's not even the gospel, who are talking about saying that the church is no longer irrelevant or it's invalid, who are saying like, you know, who are preaching doom and gloom, who are preaching stinking word soup. Half the ministers that I listen to on Facebook or just briefly kind of scroll through their videos, I don't know what they're preaching. I don't even know what their point is. I can't even understand. Like, I, it blows me away that people even listen to them. That just tells me that people who listen aren't reading their word because what they preach is not the gospel, you guys. We got to preach the true gospel because it's the true gospel that brings the freedom to people. It's the true gospel of Jesus Christ that breaks the bonds of iniquity, that breaks the bonds of sin, amen, that breaks, you know, depression, that breaks addiction, that it's the true gospel when the true gospel is preached, hallelujah, that, uh, you know, that signs and wonders follow and it's Jesus and him lifted up and his word lifted up. It's not man's opinion of the word. It's not what your thoughts on the word are. It's the word of God. Hallelujah. Nobody needs your opinions because half the time these ministers, I don't know what the heck they're even preaching about. I don't even know what the point of their message is. And they're trying to sound, you know, pseudo spiritual and I'm more spiritual than everybody else and whatever. And what they're preaching is garbage, you guys. It's the true gospel of Jesus Christ that brings the freedom. Hallelujah. So we preach the word. That's why it's important. And what I was just reading in Psalms chapter one, you know, starting in verse one, and I'm going back and forth. If you're just joining, welcome. Good morning, Maria. I love you. Welcome. Good morning, Kim. Love you. You know, welcome. Make sure that you guys, you know, uh, uh, share. But listen, it's the word of God. Hallelujah. I wonder what Facebook is doing because we went all the way from 15 to just one person watching. But yet I still still, still see people. Well, Facebook, you suck. <laughs> well, I'm on. Well, I'm on my soapbox. Welcome to uh, Facebook suppression. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing with people who ha um, are, you know, really under the title religious or Christian. But anyways, I'm going to continue on my soapbox. You know, that's why we got to have a passion for the word of God. You know what I was reading in Psalms chapter one. Good morning, Frank. God bless you, my brother. Good morning. Good morning, Candy. You're still here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You're all still here. So Psalms one, chapter two, it says his passion, his passion is to remain true to the word of I, of I am meditating day and night on the true revelation. You guys on the true revelation of light. On the truth, listen, I was listening to somebody the other day that is, I was like, what the heck are they saying? They were basically saying that, you know, that Pentecost is gone. Do you guys know what Pentecost is, you guys? Pentecost is the book of Acts, which was the original design for the church. That was the original design. 
give me some heart emojis or some thumbs up if you're with me because all I see is one person. So I don't know if Facebook is once again trying to suppress everything. But Pentecost was the original design for the church. Good morning, Chris. I love you. That was what we were supposed to operate by fire. But we operate by Pentecost, you guys, literally means fire. It means fire. We're supposed to have fire because if you don't have the fire of God, you just have religion. You have stinking thinking. You have the vinegar of tradition and religion, which just brings people under bondage, which brings brings them under oppression and doesn't bring freedom to them. Hallelujah. We should be operating by the book of Acts. That is the standard that we operate by. So when I hear people talking about Pentecost is gone, you know, that we don't operate by that anymore. Or talking about, you know, the the church is invalid. The church is not valid anymore. That's why people hardly go. And that's why all these churches are shut down. No, the church is shut down because you have stinking ministers who are cowards, who don't, who are not preaching the true gospel, who are, a, who believe more in a virus than the blood of Jesus Christ, who have put their faith and their hope more in the science of man, in the, put their hope in man more than they have the power and the blood of Jesus Christ, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. When we have, when we have ministers who are putting their faith more in man and more in science, more in these things than the blood of Jesus, then yeah, then churches get shut down. Then according to them, in their perception, the church is invalid. Then according to them, you know, they, I mean, they're just, they're preaching garbage, you guys. I cannot tell you how important it is that we get in the word of God, that we know the word of God for ourselves, that we meditate on it day and night, that we get it in our heart, hallelujah, that we allow it to permeate our heart, that we allow it to saturate our being, that it becomes so alive to us, hallelujah, that listen, we the Bible says we live and in him, in Jesus, right? We live and move and have our being. It's in Christ we live and move and have our being. It's in him. It's in his word that we meditate and that we saturate ourselves in. That we, we, we get into our hearts. It's so important that we know the word of God, that we're meditating on it. That's right. We preach Jesus. We preach. Paul said, I preach Christ and Christ crucified. What is that? That is we preach what Jesus has done. We preach Christ. We preach what he has done and the fact that his blood is enough. And listen, I'm not saying nothing about about Corona. I know it's real. I'm not trying to be like trying to say it's not real. I know it's real. Okay, I had it. I had it last year in October. And you know what? It was like a really sucky cold. I've had stuff like that before and I had like a chest cold. It sucked. But guess what? You know, I was dependent on the word of God. You guys, uh, what we preach, we're, we, 
It's by experience, this word. I know that it heals. I've experienced this word healing me. I'm not saying we don't encounter stuff. I'm not saying we don't go through stuff. What I'm telling you is that Jesus is enough, that Christ is enough, that his sacrifice is enough, that his blood in his body is enough, that I've experienced it in my own life, that I depend on him myself. I'm not preaching something to you that I don't do myself. I know he's enough. I'm on my face when I, I when the enemy tries to afflict my body with symptoms of junk. I preach the word over myself. I speak the word over myself. I come into agreement. If I have my husband pray for me, I'm like, hey, let's agree that this thing has to go because it's a trespasser in my body. We put the word to work, whether it's healing, whether it's depression or any kind of mental torment or harassment. We put the word of God to work in our life. Amen. We speak the word of God. We begin to thank him and tell God, thank you, Jesus, that your word is enough, Father. I thank you according to your word. By your stripes, I am healed. I thank you, Father, according to Romans 8, chapter 11, or uh, chapter 8, verse 11, that the same power that rose Christ from the dead lives and dwells in me and quickens my mortal body, Father. I thank you that same dunamis power, Father, permeates my body. <laughs> and Lord, that no sickness shall rest upon me because this is a temple of the Holy Ghost. And I thank you, Father. I thank you, you've given me authority over these things. I thank you, Jesus, that these things shall not stay upon me. Hallelujah. That's right, Alloy. That's right, James. There ain't no devil in hell that can stand against the blood and the body of our King Jesus. Hallelujah. There's power in his blood. There's power in his body. There's power in his name. There's power in his word. And you get, listen, but you got to believe that you got to believe that it's true. That is the truth. That is the truth. But you got to activate your faith in that. That is the truth. Jesus is enough. We preach Christ and we pre preach Christ crucified. We preach the finished work of the cross. We preached what he's, what he's done in our life. The fact that he took us when we were busted and disgusted, when we were, you know, messed up. Listen, we all go through stuff as long as we're in the flesh. Even as ministers, we all go through stuff. But what makes the difference, you guys, is that we, 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 we press into Jesus. We get into his word. We meditate on his word. <laughs> Hebrews chapter four, verse 12. The word of God is living and active. Sharp is living and powerful and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. The difference is we put the word to work. We get on our face. Amen. Listen, there's no, God is not a respecter of persons. The same thing, the same freedom Sage experienced, the same freedom I've experienced, the same, you know, signs, wonders, miracles, these things that we see, you know, these things that the, 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 the way the Lord moves, the same way he wants to move with you. He wants to use you. He wants to operate through you. He wants to use you to perform signs and wonders, to show his glory on earth. He wants to use you to be his hands and feet. He wants to use you, but you got to yield. 
You gotta meditate on his word. You gotta have your sword. You gotta know your word. You gotta saturate yourself in his presence. You got to press in, amen. You gotta yield to the Holy Ghost. You gotta say yes to him. The same he thing he's done for me, the same thing he's done for Sage, he wants to do with you in your life. He wants to use you the same way, hallelujah. God is not a respecter of persons, you guys. He wants to use you the same way, but you got to press in. This is why it's so important. As I was reading, I didn't even make it past chapter uh, Psalms chapter one. Verse, I didn't even make it past verse two. <laughs> I said his passion. This is verse two in the passion translation. His passion is to remain true to the word of I am meditating day and night on the true revelation of the light of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, there is power in the tongue. That's right. Power in the tongue. Speak life into your body. Speak death. And yeah, that's right. We have the authority. That's Proverbs chapter 18, verse, uh, verse 21. There's the power of life and death in your tongue. You are created in the image of God. Genesis 1 uh, verse 27, you're created in God's image. He, God is a creative being. When he speaks, he creates. If you're created in his image, when you speak, you create. What are you creating? Are you creating life or are you creating death? Because you're going you're gonna to reap the fruit of whatever you're speaking. So may as well get the word of God in your heart. Allow the word of God to dwell richly within you. Amen. And start speaking life over every situation and circumstance. Ta start taking the authority that Jesus has given you. Hallelujah. And start seeing God's word manifest in your life. Okay, I got to get past, past verse 2. We're going to go to verse 3. He will be standing firm like, come on, come on. Come on, if you allow the word in, in your heart and you meditate on it day and night and get the true revelation of the light of Christ in you, verse three, you will be standing firm like a flourishing tree planted by God's design, deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss. <laughs> Bearing fruit in every season of life. Come on, I don't know about you, but I want that. Bearing fruit in every season of life. He is never dry, never fainting, ever blessed, ever prosperous. Come on, I don't know about you guys. Nate, Auntie Cynthia, Amanda, Hallelujah, I missed a couple other people. I don't know about you guys, but I want that. I want to be standing firm like a flourishing tree. Come on, candy. Uh, planted by God's design. Deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss. Hallelujah. Bearing fruit in every season of our life. I, you know, the Bible actually commands us to bear fruit. And it's not just the fruits of the Spirit, according to Galatians, uh, I believe it's chapter 5. 
It's not just those fruits of the Spirit, although, yes, you need to bear those fruit. If you're walking in the Spirit, amen, according to uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse 13, walk in, the, walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And then it goes on to list, you know, what the flesh is and what the Spirit is. Walk in the Spirit, you guys. Walk in the fruit of the Spirit. Yes, that's the fruit we're to bear. But what's the other fruit we're to bear? Good works salvations, saving people. You know, uh, John, in, in the book of John, it actually says, Jesus says, I desire that you bear fruit and bear fruit that lasts. We're to bear fruit that lasts, you guys. Lasting fruit is salvation, is the good works of the gospel, is the kingdom, amen? So bear fruit in every season of your life. That's what we're to do. We're to bear fruit in every season season of your life. Amen. Thank you, Amanda. <laughs> I'm representing uh, my home state of Colorado. Hallelujah. Never being dry and never fainting. See, this is what happens when we fill ourselves with the word of God. When we get into his presence, you guys, we are never dry. We're never fainting. We're ever blessed and ever prosperous. Hallelujah. And it says, the metaphors for this says, no matter what he sets out to do, he brings it to a successful conclusion. No matter what you set out to do, when you're firmly planted, when you're firmly rooted in Christ Jesus, in his word, in his love, no matter what you set out to do, you will bring it to successful conclusion in Christ Jesus. As you follow in him, as you dwell in him, hallelujah. <clears throat> verse four, but how different, listen to this, how different are the wicked? They are like chaff blown away like the wind. The wicked will not endure the day of judgment for God will not defend them. Nothing they do will succeed or endure for long. <laughs> Come on, we as the righteous should rejoice in that, that our foe will not endure nor succeed <laughs> for long. <laughs> Hallelujah. For they have no part with those who walk in truth. But how different it is for the righteous. That's you and I. Hallelujah. How different it is for the righteous. The Lord embraces their paths as they move forward while the way of the wicked only leads to doom. Good morning, Leanne. Love you, my sister. We can rejoice, you guys. <laughs> that God has made a way for us as we rest and settle in him. Romans chapter 8, as many as are led by the spirit of God are called the sons and daughters of God. As long as, that's right, Leanne, if God is for us, who be against us? Hallelujah. There ain't no devil in hell, you guys. No devil in hell can come against what God is doing in you as you rest in him, as you yield to his Holy Spirit, as you follow him, as you're obedient to do what he asks you to do. Hallelujah. Good. I don't know if I greeted you. Good morning, Kim. Love you, my sister. As you are led by his spirit. Hallelujah. There ain't no devil in hell, you guys, who can come against. our. The devil is defeated. 
Our enemy is defeated. We've been given authority over him. We have authority over the devil. In fact, anytime we get up, the devil knows he's in trouble. <clears throat> you as a believer, he knows he's in trouble. He knows his time is short. He knows you have authority. You know what he tries to do? You know what his biggest trick is? To get you to believe that you don't have authority. To get you to believe through, his, through deception that you are nobody, that you are nothing, that you're busted and disgusted, that you don't have authority over him. He tries to get you to believe that he has more authority than you. But you, as a believer, if you have Christ Jesus, if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you have authority over the devil and his stinking minions. You have dominion because Christ has created you to take dominion because you have Jesus in you, the hope of glory, because you have Holy Ghost living and dwelling on the inside of you. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. You have the Jesus in you, the hope of glory. Do you get that? You have been blessed with every spiritual blessing according to Ephesians chapter 1. I believe it's verse 2, verse 2 or 3. You have been blessed with every, every blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. But at, I'm reading uh, your comment, Leanne, but as a believer could keep him under our feet in Jesus. That's right. As believers, we have authority. We keep him under our feet. Good morning, Pastor Anwar. God bless you in Pakistan. We bless your ministry. We bless your work there. Hallelujah. Good morning, Megan. We have authority. That's how the enemy tries to work. He he works by deception, you guys. He works by by his by lies. Lie. Come on. Come on, James. He said, every morning I get up, I say I'm a new creation in Christ. Hallelujah. In Christ Jesus. And tell the devil he's a liar. And he come on. That is exactly it, my brother. He see he has it down. When you get up every morning, you guys. Roxanne, God bless you, my sister. You are very welcome. I just Listen, I just love, um, I love Jesus. I love Jesus. And you know what? He loves you guys. And we got to get our heart full of Jesus. Amen. The enemy wants to fill our heart with hatred, but we got to get our heart full with Jesus and full of his word. Hallelujah. So listen, you guys, we have to say that every morning, every morning you do. I used to think this was cheesy. I used to think people who got up in the morning, James, and used to, you know, say stuff like that and be like, I'm the righteousness of Christ Jesus. You, and like, they used to be like, my old pastors, um, some of my old pastors from like years, years, years back used to be like, get up in the morning, look yourself in the mirror, tell yourself you're blessed. You're the righteousness of Christ Jesus. You're, you know, like speak the word over yourself. I used to be like, that is so dumb. Like that is so, that is so cheesy. But it's true, you guys. It's true. You should be saying that. You, sh you, in fact, you need to hear yourself say that. You have to do that and remind yourself 
you you gotta tell yourself self <laughs> I'm I'm saying this out loud for your benefit I'm reminding you who you are today and devil I'm saying this out loud for your benefit cuz I'm reminding you that you're defeated today we gotta declare who we are in Christ Jesus every morning that we get up hallelujah we have to otherwise the enemy tries to come and deceive us and speak lies and then as we if we're listening to him you're going to believe it you're going to get in deception and then you're going to live busted and disgusted instead of walking in the dominion and authority that Christ gave you Megan she says I have a question I know the Bible tells us when the end is near and a few of them is happening in the world right now it is a signs from Jesus is that God or is that the devil doing that is a good question. I've been dwelling on the past. So that's a good question. So according to the word, Megan, every good and perfect gift comes from God, right? And according to the word, the Bible says in Psalms, and I believe it's in uh, Psalms 137, 137 or 139. I can double check, but um, but that's a good question. So I'm, I'm going to pause for a minute just, just to answer this question, and then we're going to get back into it. But... According to Psalms 137, um, the Bible says that God, that, that he gave the earth unto man. He gave the earth unto man, which means he's given us dominion here on earth. So when bad things happen here, it's because of our doing. He gave us dominion. He gave us the authority. That was the original design with Adam and Eve, right? He gave them the garden and he said, now he told Adam, you take care of everything here. You name the animals and then you take care of them. That was the, and you take care of Eve also, right? He gave him total dominion in the garden. So that was the original design of how we were to operate. So it's the same thing in Psalms. He said he gave the earth unto man. So it's been given unto us. We are the ones that are supposed to be taking care of it and taking dominion. But because people don't know Jesus, because they've walked away from him, because they, they, they don't believe in God or whatever the case is, then of course that gives enemy free reign, right? We know that he's the prince of the air or, or the air waves. We know that he's been cast down here, according to the word, I believe it's in Isaiah. He's been cast down to earth, so we know that this is the enemy's stomping ground, that he tries to terrorize uh, people. He tries to, you know, kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus, again, through his son, through Jesus, through his blood, has again given us that dominion. So we can now take dominion back from the enemy. So as far as bad things happening on the earth, it's just because we live in a fallen world. The enemy is real. He's trying to steal, kill, and destroy. He's trying to, you know, trying to take people out, trying to take them to hell. But we as believers now have been given authority to take back dominion, but we have to exercise that authority, amen, in order to do it. If we're not exercising authority, then the enemy is just having a heyday. Now, as far as earthquakes and whatever, according to Romans, you can actually read Romans chapter 8. That talks about, in fact, I'll go there. And if somebody wants to pop that up, Romans chapter 8, it talks about all the earth is groaning. All the earth is groaning. It's birthing pangs, birthing pangs, preparing for, for um, Jesus is coming back. It's birthing pangs. 
So all the earth is groaning and waiting for the sons of God to be made manifest. That's you and I, which means all of the earth was put under subjection of the sin or fall of man. And so it's groaning, it's birthing pangs, right? Waiting for the sons and daughters of God, which is us, to show the dominion and the glory of Jesus here on earth. I mean, that's a whole, that's a whole sermon. And maybe I'll get into that later, but that's like the short version. There's so much more there, but I hope that answered some of your question. Okay. So, and that's it. It is in Romans eight. You can just go and read the whole of, of Romans chapter eight. Okay. So listen, you guys, but going back to authority. So that's a good segue for authority. We have been given authority. Amen. And we are to take dominion. You guys. This is what Jesus has purchased for us. The enemy is already defeated. We don't need a battle. There's no battling in the war. Like, oh, we got a battle for, you know, do warfare in the heavenlies. There's no, we don't need to do warfare in the heavenlies, you guys. <laughs> the warfare has already been done. The battle's already been won. Look, either Jesus, what, what, either what he was speaking was true or he was lying. But we know according to the word in Numbers that God is not a liar. He's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Amen. God doesn't lie. So when Jesus said, it is finished, it is finished. The work of the cross, the work that he came for is finished. And he has defeated every enemy of hell already. We don't need to, uh, uh, you know, do warfare in the heavenlies anymore. We just need to exercise our authority, take authority over the devil by faith, exercise our faith. And it's a done deal already. It's done. It's done. It doesn't mean the enemy doesn't try, doesn't try to oppress us, but we just take authority, you guys. We take authority. We exercise our authority. Amen. So you have what it takes. I didn't even hardly get into the, actually I did. Hallelujah. I didn't even think I finished Psalms chapter one, but I did. So that is why it's so important though, you guys, that we know who we are in Christ that we we fill ourselves with the word of God. Thank you, Auntie K, how she posted that scripture. That we fill ourselves with the word of God. The Bible says to allow the word to dwell in you richly. Allow the word of God to dwell in you richly. So, you know, never let this word depart from your eyes. That's what it says in Proverbs. He says, my son, Take heed of this word, tie it, bind it around your neck, let it, never let it leave your, your sight or keep it before your face always. You know, we got to dwell on the word of God and get in his presence. You guys, we have to know what is truth. We, we have to make sure that we're getting under people who are teaching sound doctrine, who aren't preaching garbage that's not even the gospel, that are not preaching false doctrines and telling you that Pentecost is no more or that signs and wonders are no more <laughs> or that the church is not valid anymore or that, you know, whatever, just garbage, whatever other garbage they preach. I don't know. We have to 
make sure that we're sitting under preaching that is sound, that we know the word for ourselves, that when we hear preaching that is not the true gospel, that we can refute it. In fact, in Galatians, that's what Paul was rebuking the Galatians for. He was telling them right away, he said, I'm surprised that you are so quickly falling away from the gospel, from what was preached to you at first and falling for another doctrine. That's It was like a type of the gospel, but it wasn't the true gospel. And he was rebuking them and telling them, what are you doing? Why are you turning away from the true gospel? Why are you listening to stuff, you know, that that's that's a like the gospel but not the true gospel that you heard from the beginning? What's have you been and he told them, "Have you been bewitched? Who's bewitched you? Who's tricked you? Who's fooled you into listening their, to their garbage that you're not hearing the true word? Who bewitched you? Oh, you foolish Galatians." He was rebuking them because they were listening to trash, because they 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 walked away from the true gospel, the true gospel of, salva of salvation, the true gospel of freedom, the true gospel of the finished work of the cross, that Jesus came to heal, he came to deliver, he came to bring freedom, he came to break every bondage of the enemy, and that his word is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and the works that he did in the Old Testament, he's the same God in the Old Testament, he's the same God in the New Testament, and what he did then, he's still doing today that he still heals he still delivers he still saves he still brings freedom that the signs and wonders are for today that the name of Jesus is powerful today that the blood of Jesus is still just as powerful today than it, than it was you know 2,000 plus years ago that just as powerful as it was then it is today and that he's the same as he was back then he's the same today amen that's the true gospel and anybody who's preaching anything else is a liar. And it's just like Paul. It's I would say I would say to you just what Paul said. Who has bewitched you? Oh foolish whatever. Wherever state you oh foolish US citizens. I don't know. We'll just lump it up all in one sum. <laughs> the true gospel brings freedom, you guys. It's not depression. <laughs> it's not woe is me. <laughs> I hear some people preach. And they preach like they like they've been sipping on, you know, lemonade or they've been drinking vinegar as they're preaching the gospel. They just have like a hardness on their face and they just have like a <laughs> there's no joy. They're always speaking condemnation and like talking nonsense, talking garbage, talking trash. And like there, there's no joy. <laughs> It's a joy to serve Jesus. There's joy in his presence. <laughs> Just even saying that the joy is hitting me. <laughs> it's hilarious. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Holy Ghost. <laughs> Whoo, Jesus. <laughs> Whoo. It's a joy. <laughs> 
It's a joy to serve Jesus. <laughs> Woo. In Psalms it says, In his presence is the fullness of joy, and at his right hand pleasures forevermore. <laughs> Amen, Megan. That's right, sis. <laughs> It makes me laugh. There is that that people preach <laughs> and they're so angry <laughs> and they're so dry and bitter and con condemning and preaching the vinegar of religion and tradition <laughs> and preaching like it's so hard to serve Jesus. <laughs> Let me tell you what's hard. <laughs> Who, Jesus, you're so good. You're so good, Jesus. You're so good. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who? Let me tell you what's hard. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it's hard serving hell. <laughs> it's hard serving hell. It's hard being bound by addiction. It's hard being bound by religion. It's hard being put in under the, the burden of religion and condemnation. It's hard serving hell. I, it blows me away, you guys, that ministers preach like it's so hard to serve Jesus and like it's so woe is me and it's so like and it's that it that like God is 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 a hard God to serve like he's boring like he's like he's uh you know dry like serving Jesus is gonna be a hard walk it blows me away that ministers preach this kind of gospel that's what that's what I'm trying to say that preach a gospel that's not the true gospel because my Jesus is not hard to serve and how dare you preach a Jesus and preach a gospel that's trash because my Jesus is good the true gospel is freedom dang I'm not I'm trying to keep it together guys <laughs> but I'm having a hard time so I'm sorry sorry I'm being a mess I'm not sorry because the Holy Ghost is hitting me but Whew. It's an insult to the blood of Jesus and to the sacrifice of the cross. It's an insult to this precious gospel that my brothers and sisters across the world are being harshly persecuted for and dying for. That ministers are preaching garbage and preaching another gospel that's really not the true gospel that are preaching another gospel that's doom and gloom like it's hard to serve Jesus what a stinking insult to my Jesus what an insult 
to the cross, to Christ, to the sacrifice of Jesus. Amen. What an insult. Oh, amen, Kristen. I'm glad you left, my sister. What an insult to Jesus that people are teaching that, that they're teaching that serving Jesus is hard and it's doom and gloom. What a flippant insult, you guys, because serving Jesus is a joy. <laughs> Why does the Bible say the joy of the Lord is my strength? <laughs> it doesn't say the vinegar of religion and tradition is my strength. <laughs> it says the joy of the Lord is my strength. The Bible says in the presence of the Lord is joy. Amen. In his presence is the fullness of joy. The fullness of joy. There's joy serving Jesus. Amen. There's freedom serving Jesus. There's, there's, there's life serving Jesus. Because there's peace serving Jesus. Because he is our Prince of Peace. Because he is the author of life. So why would we... Why would we turn from the, the true gospel and turn to another gospel that's not the gospel at all? Turn to another Christ that's really not Christ at all. Why would we listen to any other thing than the gospel that Paul preached, which is salvation, which is deliverance, which is freedom? Hallelujah. So listen, I started in Psalms chapter one, and I'm just going to briefly read it again. Hallelujah. Amen. My, my, my twin Dana. <laughs> God bless you, my sister. Patsy, love you. I'm going to read Psalms chapter one, starting in verse one again. It's only six verses. I'm going to read through it in the New King James really quick, and then we're going to wrap it up, okay? Hallelujah. Let's just do a praise break, man, because God is so good. Lord, you are so good. Hallelujah. I thank you for your precious word, God. I thank you, Father, for your freedom in my life, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for your freedom. I thank you, Lord, that it's a joy to serve you. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for the precious sacrifice of the cross of Christ. I thank you for your precious blood in your body, Lord. We love you so much. We love you so much, Jesus. May we always cling to you God may we always stick to the true gospel father and may we refute and turn away from every other gospel Lord just like Paul when he rebuked the Galatians he said oh foolish Galatians who has bewitched you Lord may we never be found in that category but may we always be found cleaving to you and the true gospel of Christ in Jesus name <clears throat> Psalms chapter one, starting in verse one, blessed, that's you, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord and his law, he meditates on it day and night. Hallelujah. We meditate on the, on the word day and night. Amen. Learn to love the word, you guys. I want to encourage you in this. Learn to love the word. Ask the Lord. If maybe you struggle getting in your word, ask the Lord to give you a hunger 
for his word, a desire and a love for his word. Amen. And then as you get into it, just begin to thank him. Thank him. Lord, I thank you for your word. I love your word. Your word is precious. Your word brings freedom. Thank you, Lord. Verse 3. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. That's you. Amen. The ungodly are not so, but they are like chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you. As you walk with Jesus, as you, as you meditate on his word, as you walk in his ways, be encouraged that you will be like that tree planted by the living waters, hallelujah, that bring forth fruit in its season, that your leaf shall not wither and whatever you do shall prosper, hallelujah. I want to encourage you guys in that. I want to bless you with that. I want to call you blessed. And I want to pray over you. But before I do, you guys, everything that I'm talking about today, listen, you're never going to know. You're, you're not going to have the discernment to know what the true gospel is, to stay away from the deceptions, the many deceptions that the enemy is trying to throw. And you're not going to walk in freedom unless, amen, Candy, unless you know Jesus. So listen, I want to tell take a moment. I want to pray over you. I want to encourage you to share the broadcast. Share, 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 you guys. But also, I want to tell you today, maybe you're on this broadcast and and you're like, I I I used to serve Jesus or I've 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 confessed Jesus, but something happened in your life. Maybe it was a traumatic event, a death of a loved one. Maybe just, I don't know, maybe something happened where you just walked away and you're not serving Christ like you know you should. Or maybe you're watching this broadcast and you're like, I've never made Jesus the Lord of my life. Well, listen, if that is you, you guys, I am telling you, I am telling you, Jesus is here today and he is going to touch you. We're going to pray this prayer together. I want you to repeat this after me. And I believe that the Lord is going to save you. He's going to ignite you. And he's going to renew that first love in your life, okay? So I want to pray this with you. Let's say this together. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you that you lived and died and rose for me on the third day. I thank you for forgiving me of all my sins and cleansing me of unrighteousness. Come into my heart, Jesus. Be Lord of my life. I give my life to you. Have your way. Fill me now with your precious Holy Spirit. And give me a hunger and a thirst for the things of 
righteousness and give me a holy boldness to share your gospel. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah, amen. So, Father, I thank you for every person on this broadcast. I thank you for reigniting first love, and I thank you for salvations. If you're on this broadcast and you're watching and you said, I prayed that prayer, I want you to punch in, I did, in the comments, okay? And then after that, on the header of this video, there's an email. It says, if you prayed to receive Jesus, um, it has an email address. I want you to send us an email. We want to send you some ebooks and get you connected with a Bible-believing church. Amen. So listen, you guys. Uh, I bless you. We love you. I'm going to wait a second because if you have prayer requests, I would love to pray with you and for you. And while you're posting your prayer requests, um, I want to encourage you guys. We have, you know, we're trying to do a community outreach here pretty soon. And, you know, of course, we have the women's conference. You guys, we, we have a bunch of things that we're wanting to do because we really want to to press into reaching souls. Amen. So I want to ask you to ask the Lord um, if he would have you so into this ministry, if he would have you partner with us as we go for souls, hallelujah, as we win the lost, as we preach the gospel. Um, you know, ask the Lord if he would have you be a, 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 you know, a monthly partner with us, partnering with us monthly, or if he would have you so one time. Um, and it, hey, it, whatever he asks you to sow, be obedient to do that. On the header of this video, there are several different avenues that you can give, okay? There's several different ways you can give. You can give through PayPal, you can give through Cash App, and you can give through Venmo, or you can also mail a check. Um, again, be obedient to sow. I'm also going to post that in the comments, make it easy for you. That way you don't have to go to the header of the video. Uh... And I'm going to do that right now. Bam, right there. So, you know, ask the Lord, be obedient to what he's asking you to do. If he asks you to sow into this ministry, amen, you guys. We're going for souls, hallelujah. But um, I see some prayer requests. Okay, absolutely, Candy. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord... We just continue to take authority, Father, over the stinking virus, Father, this foul devil of hell, Lord, uh, this virus that is trying to inundate with people with fear, keep people in bondage, and oppress their body. Father, we thank you, Lord, for freedom and healing, Lord. We pray over Candy's family. Lord, I even pray over my family, Father. We plead the blood of Jesus over them, Lord. We plead the blood of Jesus, Father. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, for complete and total freedom in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, according to your word, by your stripes, Lord. We are healed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hey, listen, you guys, if you have any other prayer requests, please be sure and post them. And I'm going to wait just another minute. Um, 
Again, you guys, don't forget to don't forget to register for the women's conference. Hallelujah. Truthandfireministries.com. You can go to truthandfireministries.com for more information. And um, you can register there, okay? So Roxanne, please pray for my other half was West to rid him of hatred. For, okay, absolutely. Father, we just lift up Wes, Father. Lord, I pray, Father, over Wes, Lord, that he would have a radical encounter with you, Jesus. I pray right now, Father, that the heavenly host would begin to go right now, minister to his heart, soften his heart, God. I pray, Father, that you would just, Lord, wreck him, Father, that he would have a Holy Ghost in encounter with you, Jesus, that every bit of anger and hatred, Father, everything, Father, that is in his heart, God, whether it comes from pain, wherever it came in from, Father, I pray that he would have a mighty Holy Ghost encounter that would wreck him, Father, Lord, where all of those things would just dissipate, where they would just flee, God, where they would just leave, Lord. I thank you for that. I thank you for that now, Father. And I thank you for your mighty Holy Ghost, Lord, falling upon him now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name, we bless Roxanne and we bless Wes, Father, in Jesus' name. And I bless every person on this broadcast. I call you blessed. I call you blessed of the Lord. Hallelujah. And listen, guys, I don't see any other prayer requests, so I love you. Don't forget to share the broadcast. We love you. We love you. We love you. Mwah. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We bless you, Auntie K. How. And if you have your, if you have an email address, Auntie, I saw that um, you posted, you did. I would love to, um, to send you some stuff through email if you have an email address, Auntie. Love you guys. We bless you. We'll see you guys later. Have a fantastic day. Bye, guys. Be blessed. Tell somebody about Jesus. Be the best lover of Jesus that you can be today. Amen.